We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, a pleasant good afternoon to everyone out there in Irish Breakdown land. I'm Vince D'Addario. That guy's Brian Driscoll. The OG's back together again for a, a bit of an impromptu Saturday afternoon show because it says it right down there. There's no suspense in this one because at the stroke of 4 o'clock Eastern time, Bryce Young, the 2024 defensive end out of North Carolina, commits to the University of Notre Dame. We don't even have to beat around the bush on this one and wait for him to commit because he was like, boom, four o'clock, we're doing this I, thing. I just I, I love it that the a former a Notre Dame legacy just says he's gonna commit at four o'clock and he commits at four o'clock. And <laughs> yes, you know, did. it's like we're like, okay, when's he gonna do it? Is this you know what's gonna happen? I don't wanna start the show and he doesn't do it till like four twenty, like we've had happen in the past, and like four o'clock is and he's like, uh, I'm committing to Notre Dame. I was like, I really like this kid. I really like <laughs> he this didn't kid. mess around at all. No, it was beautiful. No, it was beautiful. And I mean, look, anybody that's been an Notre Dame fan for more than what, 20 ish years knows Bryant Young, knows the legacy that is Notre Dame. I mean, he's an NFL Hall of Famer, one of my favorite players, actually. And too bad he went out to the West Coast, couldn't see all of his games. But just, I, I love watching that guy play. And if he taught his son anything, I'm going to love watching sure. his son play. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, you know, this, this has been a very interesting journey, Vince, obviously getting uh, for Bryce to get to this point in his recruitment and... You know, when it comes down to, by the way, I didn't realize we were this first time I think we've both been rocking a white hat at the same time. But a white hat. You know, this was an interesting one, Vince, because when Notre Dame first offered him last summer, 
I don't know if he had any other power five offers. I, I, he might've had maybe like one or two, like Duke, I think like Duke and right. was about the only one, right. He really didn't have any. And he was uh, as a sophomore at the time, he was a tall, skinny, um, just you know, like not really, you, you just looked at him. You're like, this isn't kind of like a kid that just screams at you. Oh, big time football player. Right. And so then you then you get into his junior year and, and you say, okay, all right. You know, so so the, the thought is, well, Notre Dame's just offering him because it was dad is, right? But then you you remember that picture? I think we might have talked about it. It was me and you or me and Ryan, but you look, saw the picture of him when he met with Marcus Freeman at the time. And he's got like these, he's skinny. He's like tall. Super skinny, skinny. Yeah. He's already an inch taller than his dad, who was 6'3". He's got these broad shoulders, these big hands, big feet, and these little chicken legs, right? And you're just like, well, you know, he's going to grow. He's going to grow into that body. And he probably put about 10 or 15 pounds on going into his junior year. And you start to see it a little bit more. You start to see a little bit more of that, okay, you're starting to see a guy that's got a little bit of something here, but, you know, still a work in progress. You know, still a guy that you're, you know, you're trying to see just exactly what you do. But, the, the you know, the production started to show. Right. He comes out last year as an outside linebacker, stand up outside linebacker. He's got 94 tackles. He has six tackles for loss. Still pretty raw, but you could start to see it kind of coming together. And so he's about 215 pounds at the time. And then he comes to Notre Dame in January. And I am standing there and we're all these kids are coming in for that big junior day. And then Bryce walks by with his dad. And he's like two inches taller than his dad, who's six three and played at three hundred pounds. And he has just filled out. He was like, and then I think that weekend he he measured in at like the two four in the two forties. And you're like, this is exactly why Notre Dame got on this kid early because they know we're banking on the DNA. And forget the fact that his dad was like a, a Notre Dame player and hollow, you know, and all that. The fact is, his dad is a former Hall of Fame defensive lineman, meaning. There's some DNA that you're taking a, 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 sure. a gamble on. So oh, absolutely. And it started to pay off. And he went from being a 6'4", maybe 200-pound kid when he was offered, to now 6'5", 240. And there's a picture that we showed last week of him standing next to top Kyle Hamilton, who's 6'4", 220-pound NFL football player, and he's just towering over Kyle Hamilton. And you're like, this is what Notre Dame banked on. And so you're just seeing the evolution. And then they're, they're, then all of a sudden his recruitment starts picking up over the last, I'd say, about six months or so. And you start to see the offers come pouring in, right? And it's Tennessee, it's U.S., it's Michigan, it's it's. I mean, I, I'm I'm just going to give you the offer list now of of, and these are all like recent offers. You, Michigan comes in with an offer. Penn State comes with an offer. USC comes in with an offer. Wisconsin comes in with an offer. Uh, Stanford comes in with an offer. Miami comes in with an offer. And all of a sudden, you're like, this kid's got a really impressive offer list. And the thought was, it's just a matter of time. And one of the dancing gifts that we have from January is now filled. <laughs> right. But, the, but this is what happened is Bryce had thought about committing Notre Dame, but him and his family said, you know what, let's, let's get out there and see the world first. Right. And he went to USC and he went to Michigan and he went to Miami and he went to all these places. And you're like, seems to be having a pretty good time at these places. You start getting like a little bit worried. Like, are they going to get this kid? And, you know, we had said a couple weeks ago that if, uh, if this thing drags into the summer, you start getting a little bit nervous. He comes for the, the blue gold game last week and essentially commits to Notre Dame. He was originally going to commit at halftime of the game. Right. Honored, but he decided to wait. He now commits a week, a week later and he's now a part of the Notre Dame class. So this has been an interesting journey Vince. I don't think this was the necessarily a foregone conclusion, but somebody was going to have to blow him away to get him to not come to Notre Dame. And from what we understand, this is not a dad pushing him to his alma mater thing. His dad was going to let him pick whatever he wanted to go. And that's why I think it was important for him to get out to USC, get down to Miami, get up over to Michigan, get to see all those places. So if you do pick Notre Dame, you know that, yes, this is where I want to be. And he decided that this is where he wants to be. And I'll say this, he's a lot bigger than his dad was when his dad signed with Notre Dame. That's for darn sure. And of course, his dad was part of that great Notre Dame 1990 uh, class uh, from back in the day. So uh, good pickup for Notre Dame. Is it a great pickup? Not yet. But this is a kid with a very high ceiling, and that's kind of what Notre Dame is banking on. His recruiting profile has jumped up a little bit too, Vince, and he's now actually ranked as a top 250 player from on three. Now, again, that's that's on three, and uh, I, I think you know my you know my feeling. Surprised you even me. brought it up. <laughs> on three's recruit. We're just giving some context, right? <laughs> you know, but he's also ranked now as a four-star by rivals. 
And and so, you know, he's not a top 250 yet guy by rivals, but they've bumped him up to a four star as well. And so people are starting to kind of be like, hey, this kid, this kid isn't just some legacy. This kid's a good football player. Well, you talk the one thing that struck as I was listening to what you were saying there and how Notre Dame took a chance on him last year, and you know, based on not necessarily dad's pedigree, which is obviously important, and the fact that he went to I mean, all of that, you know, has something to do with it, but I don't think people understand like when when you bring a recruit on campus or when you go and you you're investigating a recruit and you're doing your background on a recruit, you look at the parents. I mean, you look to see okay, what it might this kid look like someday. And when you've got Bryant Young standing there, you're like, "You know what? We might be able to take a flyer on this kid. Like let's see what happens. We're going to take a chance." And it obviously paid off. Look at a recent example, Vince. That's exactly what Notre Dame did when they got Joe Alt. Right. He absolutely. was a six, seven, tight end. 40 pound tight end. Yeah. Right. And right. you're like, you know, can this kid fill out and still play, you know, be an athletic guy or is he going to put on weight, get slow and stiff? And Notre Dame said, we're banking on the DNA. We're banking absolutely. on the fact that this is the son of a, a former hall of, you know, not hall of fame, but former, I think he's, a, is he in the ring of fame or something? I don't know. He's a chiefs hall of fame or something. Yeah, I mean, he's really a good. 10 year I mean, NFL. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and went to Iowa as a tight end and grew into an offensive tackle, right? And so Notre Dame said, hey, we're going to bank on this kid. And he even was better than uh, – faster than people thought. Right? Oh, my and, gosh, and yes. So, oh, my gosh, yes. And that's kind of what Notre Dame's doing here with Bryce Young is we're saying, look, the kid's ascending as a player. He's getting better and better and better. We we know the genes. We know the lineage. We think this kid's going to take off. Because remember, his dad was a 6'3", 300-pound player. His dad came to Notre Dame as a linebacker. So his dad didn't even call the Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find the magazine, but I'll, I'll find. I got the list here, Ryan uh, or Vince, of all the like the, the that class that Notre Dame 1990 recruiting class, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find it because I have in there uh, some of those some of those years, right? Some of those years where all time recruiting classes. Here we go. So 1990. Let's find that 1990 class. Uh, do I have it? I sure hope I have it. Yes, Bryant Young was well a six foot three, two hundred and forty six pound uh, linebacker that Crazy. that became a, a good size for a linebacker, though. That's but what's good. his son? What's his right. son right now? Six yep. five, two hundred and forty pounds. Very similar size to what his dad was coming out of high school. His son is longer and taller, about about maybe five pounds lighter as of and, right and now. And it shows. It shows on right. film his his right. height and his length. Right, exactly. So he it's he's an intriguing kid, Vince. Let's you, you're. I mean, look, I'm I'm good with this. I've been this way all the yeah. time. I'm I'm actually good with this one. I understand why people want to go with a more highly ranked guys, and there's always going to be a concern when it's a legacy. Like, is this guy really getting sure. recruited because he's a legacy? And that's a fair, very I, fair question. Absolutely. But I've been on board with this one for a while, Vince, because you you just you see the potential. You know, you see the tools. You say, "Okay, boy, oh, this yeah. guy's got." He a pops chance. on film. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. So, like, if you didn't tell me the name of the person that I was watching on film as I was getting ready for this show, as I was going through it, you know, is there stuff that he needs to work on? Hundred percent. Is it? Is he a finished product as a junior? You know, even as a finished high school product? No, he's not. And that's one of the. That is something that popped off the film. But the other thing that popped off the film is that this guy is just a raw ball of clay who's tall, long, and athletic, has a good first step. And it would be like, okay, you know what? I'm taking a chance on this kid because I think he could develop into something special. And then you add the name and the lineage, and you know that there's the work ethic. That, I mean, you just know there is. I mean, I, I, I don't right. think I'm speaking out of class when I'm talking about the fact that, hey, if your dad's an NFL Hall of Famer, then there's probably some pretty decent work ethic there that he passed on to his own kid. Um, and I, I believe Brandon in the chat said that he's also his defensive line coach in high school. So like, you know, that they're like, I'm excited to see his senior film because I think there's going to be a huge step from junior to senior year based on the way he physically looks now, what he does on film now, and what that's going to look like as he continues to fill out, get bigger and stronger. I think he's going to take a massive step forward. And the fact that Notre Dame was on him a year ago, the fact that they got a commitment now, you know, we all know what is said about, you know, guys when they commit to Notre Dame, but he's going to climb. I mean, he's going to climb. People aren't going to have a choice but to get on board with who this kid is. I mean, right. I, that's what I see happening. 
So let's talk about the class impact, Vince. It, it, his, his, let's see how, how I say it. His projection to Notre Dame has changed a lot since he first got offered. When you got, when he first got offered, you're talking about a kid that's six, five skinny as a bean. And you're thinking, and he plays stand up defensive end and you're thinking Viper future Viper. Well, that's changed a lot. And, and, and even, and when you watch his junior film, you think uh, he plays kind of actually like a big end, but he looks like a Viper. Sure. Absolutely. And and then you see him this, uh, this winter and you're like, yep, big end. That guy's going to, he's going to be, I'll be shocked if Bryce Young's not 260 by the minimum 260 sure. by the, the time he enrolls in Notre Dame. Shocked. Yep. Yeah. And so now you see the projection at big end. You see a lot of what you see already in Javante Jean-Baptiste body type wise, right? He's already filling out a little faster than Javante Jean-Baptiste did, but you're seeing a kid that's 6'5", super long arms. He's a power, he's got a he's got a power profile, Vince, right? That's a, and that's one of the, at, the that's the way he plays. Early, yeah. Yeah. And one of the early concerns I had is I don't know if this guy has necessarily the and we'll see it on film, the 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 really giant, like wham, just off the edge explosiveness that I want from a viper. And I didn't necessarily see a guy. On junior film, sophomore film, you saw it on junior film that I would necessarily want dropping into coverage a ton, you know, kind of like Isaiah Foskey. You saw you're seeing a guy that's starting to look more like what an Isaiah Foskey looked like at Viper as opposed to a Jordan Batejo, a Josh Burnham, a, you know, a guy that's more of a linebacker hybrid type. Sure. So then you say, okay, what's the fit going to be? Well, then when you see him fill out, you're like, okay, the body now matches the game. He's got more of a game of a power. He's got more of a power profile in his, in his game and how he plays. He doesn't necessarily have the great power now because the weight room strength is going to come, but you see that profile, that style of play in his game fits the big end position, the field end position. And I think that's also now where his, his body is starting to grow into as well. So I think that part of it, yeah, that part of it fits quite as well. So when you look at the class impact, you get Cole Mullins a week ago and you get Bryce young now. And so just so people understand why Notre Dame backed off the Smith twins and basically moved on from the Smith twins is because they got these two pickups last week. Part of this is also part of the reason why Notre Dame, I wouldn't say they slow played him because that's, that's portraying something that is not accurate. It's why the Notre Dame staff never pushed for the Smith twins to make a decision. Sure. They liked them, but they, they had other Vipers. They liked better. They liked Cole Mullins better. They liked Logan Thomas better. They like Malachi Williams better. And of course, Elijah Rushing, but Elijah Rushing wasn't going to affect. I mean, if you can get whoever you want, you can sign seven defensive linemen. If Elijah Rushing calls up and says, I want to come, <laughs> you can make you make a spot. Right. right. <clears throat> so, but it was just sort of like, hey, let's let's get to this April period. Let's get some of these. They knew they were going to get Bryce back on campus and we're going to get Cole because Cole Mullins scheduled his April 19th visit like back on like March 3rd. So you knew he was going to get on campus. You knew you were going to get Bryce back on campus. You knew you were going to get Logan Thomas on campus at some point in time. You knew you were going to get Malachi in late April. And so it's like, let's see how these visits go, and then we'll make our pushes in May. And then, of course, Cole Mullins comes. He commits. They willingly accept it. Bryce then makes a final commitment, right? Like they knew he was coming, but it was like, okay, now it's a done deal. It's over with. And of course, now he's made his final decision. So this is why the Notre Dame staff also, Vince, said, okay, we're going in a different direction than the Smith twins. And honestly, I like those guys. I think Jacob's got a, a higher ceiling than Jared. Jared's the better player right now. They're good football players. This is not meant to disparage them, but these are much more high ceiling players that Notre Dame got in the last week. And it's Cole Mullins and Bryce Young. And that's what Notre Dame is looking for in this class. And you know what those those other two kids have? Cole Mullins and Bryce uh, and, and Bryce Young are continuations of what we saw last year of what Marcus Freeman and now Al Washington are trying to do. They want long dudes. And these two kids oh, are yeah. long dudes. Cole <laughs> Mullins, did you see the picture of him with the Notre Dame coaches? Yeah. yeah. He has a big boy with right. long arms. And, and Bryce, Bryce is, is long. Really like, long. That jumps out at you when you watch film is how long and – his legs are long. Even, his arms even, are long. Like it's even more in person, Vince. It's even more in person. Oh, I'm like, sure. When you see him standing next to his dad, who still looks like he could, like play. You know what right. I mean? Right now, yeah. You're like that's a big boy. Like that's a big kid. Just the chest, the the shoulders, and now it's just sure. about how good does he want to be? That's going to be the question, right? How good does Bryce want to be? If Bryce wants to be a really really good football player, he can be a really good really really good football player. 
And I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying anytime you're talking about a junior in high school, anytime you're talking about the son of a, a player as good as him, you always say, okay, is this kid gonna, is this kid gonna work for it? And that's, you know, that's true for a lot of these guys. So sure, yeah. that's going to be the question, but this is a, this is a big get because now Notre Dame has two ends. That's their minimum need. They want three. They want at least three. I think they could even get up to four if it's the right guys. And I think now you're going to see Notre Dame look more for Viper types because I think the ideal situation for the staff is, okay, we got our field end in Bryce. We've got Cole Mullins, who we view as a Viper right now, but has a chance to play all over, right, both sides. Now look for more of a pure Viper type, you know, more of a uh, Logan Thomas, a Malachi Williams, Elijah Rushings. I think you're so you're now going to see them start to really zero in on them. But you, it's because you now have your your field end. You now have your big end in Bryce Young. That's now a done deal. That's now in the books. Yeah, and you can start to get yourselves ready to, um, you know, to, to build out this class. Sure. So when you talk about class impact, that's a big part of it. Vince is is being able to get this guy officially in the class because right. you were kind of holding off for a little bit, Vince. Like, okay. Are you going <laughs> to jump in the class? Because you right, know, right. you're the guy we want. But if you're if you're, sure. you don't really want to be here, then we need to be able to move in another direction. So you know, we talked about Dad and how he kind of grew into being a defensive tackle, came in as a linebacker, right? We're talking about Bryce in a similar fashion, right? He, he kind of had the body of a viper. He's growing into the body of a big end. Do you foresee the possibility that he grows so much that they slide him inside? Do you see that as a possibility, like late in his career? Yeah, I could see it happening early in his career. Okay, honestly, okay, uh, you know he's got very he's got a lot of Tyson Ford in him. To be honest with you, I, I, I don't know. Bryce doesn't have as much of the baby fat that Tyson had. And again, that's not when I say that that's not an insult. It's just I don't know what other term to use for but a that's kid that's the, just got that young that just young hasn't that grown up yet. I looks mean, like a grown man. We saw some of that that yeah. you know young boy sure. type of you know weight that that comes when you as you finish puberty and kind of get into college programs and, and so i could see it but i think right now the focus is on him being an end gotcha uh, right sense. now yeah. but but there is the thought of vince like this kid's already gained 40 pounds in the last couple of years and gotten faster that's the thing he hasn't he's put on 40 pounds since a sophomore year and he hasn't slowed down and i think that's going to be yeah. the key it's been good right. and, it's, and it's not even like if you look at bryce he's not like super muscular He's not like a kid. You're like, dude, that guy lives in the weight room. Look how ripped up he is, right? And you and I have seen this going to Irish invasions. You, you'll see some of these sixteen-year-olds that look like grown-ups. Oh my gosh, just yes. how ripped up there. That's yep. Bryce has got a naturally athletic-looking body, but he's not like this. Okay, maxed out. That's not a, cut. You know, like right, yeah, exactly. Right, he's not that. And I think that's something that you have to look at too and say, hey, this is a this is a key piece to this this pickup as well. I can't even imagine like his his body and his athleticism because he his athleticism flashes on film right i mean it just does right. he's Not going around tackles. i think flashes is the right the yes. perfect way to put that vince agreed because i still think there's room for him to grow with his technique and what he's doing and things like that but that athleticism on the inside like that would be that would be crazy if that actually ended up happening uh but i think he's a great fit at big end right now i think they're absolutely right i think the staff is right that that's the spot for him moving forward because that is where he's going to be the biggest impact in this class specifically. And then if he maintains that weight, if he maintains that size, he's going to be great at big end because he'll be able to not only be big enough to play the run and do all the things that you need to do, but he's also going to be able to get to the passer, which I think is is a, a crucial aspect of that big end spot that I think people overlook. Yeah. So, Vince, you have Bryce Young in the class. Exciting. You have yeah. Cole Mullins in the class. You know, have two ends in the class. Let's kind of dive into a little bit of the film so we can kind of get a chance to see, so people can get a chance to see a little bit of of Bryce and, and what he brings to the table. And, and I Love think it. people are going to see kind of what we're talking about is is far from a finished product, much skinnier in this film than he was than he was. I mean, even when spring, he saw him I mean, in January and, right, and, and I right. saw him in January and he was 240. I'm and I haven't had a chance to reach out to sources yet, but I'm very curious to hear what his weight was when he showed up at the uh, at the spring game because he just looks like he's gotten even bigger. And when I said when I talk about Bryce getting bigger, I'm not talking about like gut. I'm talking about he just keeps growing. He just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. 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 So let's uh, let's dive into a little bit of uh, of Mr. Young here. Vince says so you're going to see he's wearing number 22. 
and you're going to see him playing a lot of stand-up edge. But the first thing you notice, Vince, on a clip like this is length. This is a very, very long young man. Look at the arms. Really nice first step. Really nice dip and rip. This is not the kind of – you didn't see this kind of play from him as a sophomore, Vince. That kind of physical play where he could just rip inside of a guy. If he tried that as a sophomore, he'd get pushed to the ground. You know, you saw him use his hands a little bit better here, but you just see the frame, you know. He's still figuring it out, but you're seeing he started to, as a junior, started to develop somewhat of an understanding of what he was trying to do. You know, like there was a game plan going on at his, his leg. Look sure. out, look out. And he, and he also, look at it. He, notice he's got a cast in his left hand as well or on his oh, left yeah. wrist. But just look how long he is. I mean, he's in that stance. He can almost put his hand on the ground. This is a very long athlete. And there's a, there's a great clip coming up uh, where he runs down a ball carrier. Yeah. And, and his strides, like – he covers ground yeah. with his strides. Now, here's something, right? Like block destruction, taking on blocks, doesn't see the fullback, yeah. right? This is something he's going to have to improve upon. He's going to need to anchor that. A bigger fullback's going to blow him up right here if he's not more prepared for it, right? So these are the things that are part of the evolution. And this is why I say you can learn stuff and negatives about a kid on a highlight because not every play that a, a kid thinks is a highlight is actually a highlight. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing that you'll see from him is, is he's a kid that has a lot of, um, is this the play you're talking about? Yes, Vince? this is the one. I mean, watch yeah. the ground that he makes up. He's a defensive end. Yeah. Long Look at that. rider. Just long, just those <laughs> long legs, just, yeah. just making so up ground. He is at the top of the line. He's a, so just to follow this play all the way through, he's at the top of the line of scrimmage here. On this particular play because he gets to the quarterback almost because it's right. a screen it, there he is and look where the ball carrier is it's 10 yards in front of him over 10 yes. yards in front and of him. look at him close that and he almost yeah. gets him by midfield i mean jeez <laughs> yeah he almost gets to him by midfield he you know the thing i were i noticed too about him as a junior vince he, he worked his feet a lot better through contact it, again still a work in progress in that yeah. regard but he did a better job of working his feet through contact um, and that's going to be something like right here. He's not sure of what's coming, right? right? You don't see that same, like a more seasoned guy is going to see this pull and close on it quick and pop. But what I do like is he takes the right shoulder angle and then he just smashes the guard. I mean, that's, right. that's the thing is like that guards, like what the freaking heck did I just run into? <laughs> right. Guards love this play. Guards love to just kick guards no, are, are interior guard, guys. Yeah. They love, to just kick out. That's easy. You just kick yeah. them out. You make a lane. No problem. You're running. That guy's usually not. Like, the offensive right. lineman has the momentum here, and he just gets blown gets destroyed. up. Right. I mean, and then he comes off and makes the play. Yeah. So there's so much about this. You're like, this kid's not even close to doing this the right way. Like, not even close no, to doing this the right, right way early on. But the minute contact comes, you see the talent shine. And the strength and the, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's what you like to see, Vince, right? So this is one of those ones where it's like, yeah, work in progress. And you can still see the arms are kind of skinny, right? Now he's in a two-point stance, and he could basically tie his shoes from this stance. I mean, look look how long his arms are. This is, oh, look how, this is something that didn't have a prayer. This, this Vince, is something that the last play shows, too. You know what really popped as a junior, even more than anything else? The hand strength as yes. a junior. This he doesn't make plays like this as a sophomore. This play does not show up on a sophomore film. He literally throws the guy and then, but throws him as he's continuing to run. Watch his feet. He doesn't yes. slow. This kid is just a gnat to him. Like it doesn't change his. He keeps running through to the quarterback as he throws the kid. Right, and that's doesn't uh, lose it, any speed either. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just runs right through the kid, and then not only that has the wherewithal to get his hands up too. I mean, right. he goes off of the kid and then puts his hands up in the air to try to, you know, direct the pass. Um, I mean, you don't see this he, every day, Vince force a four point stance, four point stance. <laughs> you don't see that every day. The, what I like about this place, this is a, this is a kid that has somewhat decent size. And, and early on you see Bryce kind of get knocked back, but I love the, the competitiveness and he, and how he uses his hands to get that guy off of him and get to the ball carrier. Right. There's some it, things it, you're going to work on with his first step, Vince. But oh, absolutely. Like how he finished. He, he went straight up. I mean, it, it's not a, he's not used to being in a four point stance, obviously. He comes straight up. So he kind of gets knocked back a little bit, but he stays there. He holds the block and then makes the play. So you'd have to work on that, obviously, a little mm-hmm. bit. Because um, he, he's just not used to it. It's not what he's, he normally does. Yeah. But you can see that even those plays, you can see the hand. 
two things that scream at you about Bryce off film is junior film, crazy length and very, very strong hands. Yes, absolutely. Very strong. And that surprised right me because when look how he yes. keeps that guy out here. I think that's a tight end, uh, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but he keeps him out here and basically runs him into the play. I mean, and look at him. Strength, that's a good sized kid, Vince. Absolutely. I mean, that that's a that's a kid probably going to play college football somewhere. At, you know, he's wearing number one for a reason. Right. <laughs> but he's a he's a good size. Now, here, look, this is what the you'll see. This get off. It's it's not great, right? But you can tell it's his his he's not like in a stance to he's got a little flat footed with his front stance. He's got a little false step action, right? I mean, these are all things you work on. His front, you're supposed to drive off that front foot, but what he does is he picks it up and puts it back. Yep. Yep. Doesn't drive off of it's it. A false That's step. A, exactly. Exactly. So we, and we do that. You and I did that a bunch when we were wide receiver coaches. You you don't yes. want that false step off the line. You that's why you turn that foot in because that ball does your foot does not come off the ground. You dig and you drive off of that. Correct. You don't lose ground with that front foot. Those are things that can be corrected, right? And so you, those are things you look for when you see a clip like that. Here's another play. I'm just getting to the back, the backfield really quickly because sometimes you're like, okay, why don't they block this kid? Like, what, are they purposely not blocking him? And then you realize like. <laughs> They're trying to. They're just not getting over there quick enough because of right. how quickly he closed down. So this one is a little bit better. He sees a puller, but he beats it the guy to the to the point of attack. So you really, <clears throat> excuse me, you really see a lot of that in the as a as a junior fence. And he played with a little bit more. I don't want to say swagger as a junior. Like it looked like he was more comfortable playing football as a junior. Sure. And that makes you know sense. again. I mean, that not makes really sense. Sh- yeah, not me. really sure of what his plan is here. I think he's uncertain of, okay, what move do I use, right? So, again, not a great highlight there. But you see the length that keeps that ta- little tackle off of his body. He keeps yeah. eyes on the quarterback. That's what I like about this play. Keeps his eyes on the quarterback, gets disruptive, breaks it, the big yeah, prep. Ends up getting down. a piece of the ball. But he yep. still does a great job. I just Now that you mentioned it, the extension, you know, the extension on the – he never lets an offensive lineman get into him. Which right, which was big. not true as a sophomore. Guys gotcha. got in his body all the time as a sophomore. Yep. But uh, yeah, there's a lot to a lot to like about Mister Young here, Vince. Uh, just the length, just consistently. This is good read and react here too, Vince. He's he's got he's taken. Obviously, he's coming inside. He immediately sees it. Yeah. Hustles outside and gets out to the play. Right. That's a thing that I I like too. He looked a bit more instinctive as a junior. That he sure. did as a like sophomore. he's been there, been there, done that a little bit more. Yeah. He's recognizing be, different things. I'd be very curious to find out when he started playing football. Sure. Like, I don't know when. I don't know the answer. It would not shock me if he just decided he wanted to play football till later. Like he didn't grow up playing like Pop Warner and all that right. other kind of stuff. But here's another example with his feet. He doesn't he doesn't really know what his plan is here. There's a little bit of uncertainty here, right? This is and a you'll little see bit that of a, a sea ball, get ball right. kind of a but situation. Then he just, takes off and you see the speed you're like okay <laughs> right yeah right yep right you see the speed there's just a lot of natural tools to work with here vince a lot of natural well, tools to work with I th- and there's a natural this- maturation process for kids in high school right when you're a sophomore and you're playing varsity and this is normal like when you're a sophomore playing varsity you're happy to have a seat at the table and you're just out there and you're kind of making plays and you're doing you know see ball get ball that kind of thing you should see a mental growth to your junior year. And I think that is what we are seeing with him. He is recognizing things a little bit better. Obviously there's physical growth there. Now, what do we see when we go to senior year? I think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that's see, I can't wait for the senior film. It's going to be very interesting. And they played Providence day twice last year as well. Uh, Providence day. Isn't that where, uh, I think that's where Jaden Thomas or Jaden okay. Davis plays beat him in the regular season, lost to him in the, in the postseason. So yeah, it um yeah, it's a very very intriguing player, Vince. Very intriguing player. You know, and pretty long, pretty long highlight film as a yeah, junior. I know, Let's right? See. And he makes it, like he doesn't make a lot of disruptive plays, but you're like, man, he only got credited with six tackles for loss, and I feel like he was in the backfield a lot more than that. Yeah. Here's another one. You know, you want to see him with a bit a little bit better plan, but he just he's just too athletic for these kids he's going against. He likes that inside move though, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. He takes advantage of those uh, of kids that just start kicking back and then he mm-hmm. just goes inside of them. Yeah. I like this. This is one of the few times you see him kind of come outside, but this is one of the few times you see him have to use a secondary move, right? A spin. Yeah. 
that shows me there's a little bit of a feel there. Yeah. And obviously, if you if you recognize that field, remember that defensive lineman that committed Notre Dame a couple years ago and then flipped to Vanderbilt? That's that's the that's the high school he played against. Yeah, this guy oversets and Bryce beats him inside easily. Yeah. That's a big Very kid. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. This is against Providence Day. I, I I'm gonna check this, Vince. I think that's Jaden Thomas. The quote unquote five star quarterback from uh that's committed in Michigan. I, yeah, that's that's Jade against Jaden Thomas. So they they beat Jaden Thomas a school in the regular season and lost to him in the championship okay. game. Yeah. So see a few more here of these. Again, you know, footwork wise, that's the thing for me. A lot of a lot of work needed on footwork, right? A lot of a lot of false steps, a lot of kind of running in place at times. When he turns it loose, though, you see a kid that's got some ability to cover a lot of ground. Nice little dip there. You don't get a chance to see him do that a lot. They just don't allow him to do that a lot. That little dip on the edge mm-hmm. the quarterback breaks up the pass, hits the guy before it gets there. You see more of that stuff as a junior. Again, good feel, right? He's coming off the edge, sees the quick pitch, and he redirects and gets out there. Really good closing speed. He does. His closing speed is really good. Yeah. It's impressive. See, again, like you don't see the most fluid of hips, right? right? So this isn't a guy that I really want dropping into coverage a ton, but nice change of direction. But look at the look at the close, the downhill close there. That's what and that's what you take off of this clip is the close. Yeah. But that's good hip. That's good hip flexibility for a guy that's going to be playing field end. You know, right. That's 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 the part of it that you like, right? Just that another time he where he hustles, chases man. the guy down, man. Yeah, this kid hustles. See, I like that. A lot of times you're going to see if you're out of the play, guys just stop going. I mean, yeah. and he's a defensive end who's chasing down running back skill kids. I mean, it's... yeah, here he's dropping into coverage, beating a guy, getting out to the football, and just closes so quickly on the football. Yeah. He really does close. And look, again, I, I I see a kid that's just got a lot of the tools you want. It's just still about a lot of refinement, physical refinement, game refinement. Yep. There's a lot to like here about this young man. But again, as you see, he's a work of pride. This is another play where he, he doesn't allow himself to get sucked in, right? He sees it. Okay, what am I doing? And then the sideline hustle out and running. It's a nice that. job. Nice job there by that corner to, to, to go outside. And well done. Now, he's also a teammate um, of Micah Gilbert, who is a wide receiver that's going to be making a, a college decision on Tuesday. Okay. So, uh, and then, of course, Jack Larson's from Charlotte Catholic, and so they're trying to do more down there. Okay, so again, what, what do we see here? Okay, not not great getting off, right? Takes right. takes contact. The guy beats, his, beats him inside, right? This is a tackle. Looks like, oh, uh, is that a tight end? Tight end gets into his chest. That's at right. number one again. Mm-hmm. Tight end gets into his chest. Bryce is not. Bryce's hands are outside, but then just the look at the speed. Yep. You know, he 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 beats that guard to the spot. Like that guard is moving, and Bryce just beats him to the spot in his football. That's the impressive part. You're like technically as a defensive line coach, I'm like, man, there's so much wrong with this. There's just so much wrong with this. But then you're like, oh, okay, I can't teach that. Right. I, here's the thing. If I'm out Washington, if I'm his dad, whoever, I'm like this part. Okay. Uh, I, I I can teach that. Well, I can look, fix that. Well, go back. That like, part? He's like the last right one there? off the line. Right. From his right. team. Like the other right. three guys on the defensive line get off the ball quicker right. than he did but, in that particular clip. Right. But you can't teach here's his the, last part, the, man. Coachable. 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 Not coachable. It's just yeah, there. Exactly. It, it just, it's just, you know, it's, that's one of those God-given things, right? That's right. just you were exactly. blessed with that. And, yep. and that's the thing that you look for, Vince. Like, okay. You know, defensive line coach in Notre Dame makes pretty good money. It makes six figures, right? Your job is to take kids like this and teach them how to play the game of football. Yep. And that's what you're looking for. And so I'll be honest, when I when they first offered him, Vince, I even, you know, brought, hey, is this, is this a guy that you guys are just offering because of his dad? And, I mean, I was told from day one by Notre Dame people, no. I mean, look, this is this is dad who his dad is help us make the final decision. Sure. Sure. Did it maybe impact the timing? Maybe, but they saw the tools in this kid. Early. They have him on, did they have him on the punt team? Is that what was going on there a couple of clips ago? Defensive end on the punt team. Yeah, got it. Punt like cover that, team. Right? Yeah, nice little move there to to make that first guy miss, and then he gets clotheslined. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> 
Yeah, good, good instinct. And just again, the quarterback's trying to fake him, and he doesn't go for it. This is patience here. Yeah, uh, I like that. Quarterback's trying to get him to jump, and mm-hmm. then you know go around, and go him. around him. Yeah, yeah. Ends up just having to basically yeah. throw it away. Yeah. So let's finish up this uh, this highlights here, Vince. See, are we getting yeah, we're getting pretty close to the end of Mister Young's highlights. So we'll let these kind of kind of play out a little bit. Don't know what happened there. But yeah, and, and, and those little footwork things are the difference between him having a lot of disruptions and a lot of sacks. Sure. Right? That that initial burst false step, that just really deriving off that front foot, you know, really using your hands a little bit, playing with just a little bit more urgency as a pass rusher are things that you look for and say, you know, th- those are areas, Vince, that that it, as he gets improves in those areas, you're going to see him improve a lot more when it comes to sack production. But what you see in this film, is a lot of translatable big end clips, big end skills, block destruction, taking on ends, that really, that power and the length to just lock a dude out and get to the football. Saw that a lot. Yeah. Saw that a lot. Those are the big end traits, Vince, that you look for. Yep. Yep. And he's he's strong enough to, to, to hold a guy in place and then wait for the play to develop and then get in after it. He's obviously got that closing speed that we talked about. You can't teach closing speed. You either have that or you don't, and he does. And he's got a motor that he wants to chase guys down all the way down the field. Like that again, that is not a normal trait from a big defensive end, and and he's got that. All that other yeah. stuff, like you and I, could coach him to break some of those habits, right? I mean, we could, and at, at, even at the high school level, like I, that's why I want to see his senior film to see if some of that has been coached out of him. You know, and that's going to make his stats balloon, number one. And he's going to be making plays in the backfield as opposed to at the line of scrimmage or maybe two yards beyond the line of scrimmage, right? Because we saw a lot of catch and go, you know, like he would he would be at the line of scrimmage because he had to lock out a, a, a lineman and then he would catch the guy and the guy would fall over and it'd be a positive play. It's still a great play. But if those plays, if he's a little bit quicker off the ball, if he's got a little bit of a different move, like those plays happen in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And so that's the next step for him. And then of course, when he gets to Notre Dame, you know, he can take his game to a whole other, you know, level. Right. But there's things that he can improve on from now until then. But right now there's so much raw ability there that even if his last name wasn't young, I still right. think you get this kid. I really do. I still think you go after this kid. Or if his dad played at Michigan or you, right. you know what I mean? Some other You place. still go after this kid and you coach him up. Now, Again, I said it at the beginning. You said it at the beginning, right? You still look at the parents and you're like, okay, he's going to fill out like that. Okay, I feel good about it. You know, that kind of a thing. Awesome. You know, you still go after that. You you know, you make that guess when dad's a Hall of Famer in the NFL. That makes you a little bit more confident, of course. But again, you take that chance even if his last name's not young, in my opinion. Like his film is good enough as a junior Hey man, we want you a part of this, and then let's see where we can get right. you. Right, So Vince, let's move on to sort of a what's next, right? What how they a lot fill of questions us out. about that? It, sure. Yeah, and and we'll have a couple. We, we might get to a couple questions here, but we're we're not probably not going to do a mailbag today. So what's next here with Notre Dame defensive line recruiting? So you now have three defensive line commits in the class, and it. Fortunately, it's kind of starting to fill up a little bit because they went a long time. Where it was like Owen Wafel, and then like I don't know what's coming next. <laughs> right. So Owen Wafel is an interior player. Right. When he first committed to Notre Dame, it was kind of a maybe big end, but it was like no, he's going to be an inside guy. He's kind of a three tech nose, nose three tech kind of guy. They're inside Vince. We saw this at practices. It's interchangeable to a degree. I mean, they have a nose and a three technique, but depending on the front, right. how teams mm-hmm. move, that they they'll both have to play both. So you have Owen Wafel inside. He had a big junior year jump for me, like big junior year jump that uh, that was very I was very happy to see. But uh, you know now it comes down to uh, at this point in time it's a, how do you fill it out right? It's Justin Scott at defensive tackle and Logan Thomas at defensive end, and you're talking about Malachi Williams at defensive end and Elijah Rush more Viper type. Yeah, those are more those guys are events. Justin Scott's the defensive yeah. tackle, right? right? So, right, right, right. I mean, so so your 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 D line class, your board on your D line over the last couple weeks has gotten a lot smaller. Yeah, the Smith twins are out. T.J. Lindsay's out. Uh, I think you have those kids, and then Benedict Ume is about it. That's on the board right now. Okay. I think Benedict Ume projects more of an inside guy as well. 
right now the the plan is to go to five, but I think that they would be willing to go to six depending on who uh, they're going to be looking at moving forward. So the the end game is starting to kind of become a little bit more clear here, Vince, when they come to defensive line class. And Mm -hmm. it's important that Notre Dame have two straight years of numbers, length, and talent after what they did last year. So the close here, Vince, is going to be the key. Yeah, absolutely. And, And right now I like where they're at they can really close in a very positive way with some of the names that are still on the board. Right. And like you said earlier, I think the two commits that they just got over the last couple of weeks allowed the, you know, the, the twins to be like, you know what? Okay. We're good here. You know, not that you, again, not like you said, not that they slow played them, but they were able to say, Hey, we got these guys now enjoy Michigan. <laughs> like that, mm-hmm. that's fine. You can go to Michigan. We're good. Uh, that's a great spot to be in, man. That, that's a great spot to be in. And I love the board that they've got left. I think those are some high quality names still on the board. They're not taking anybody's seconds right. with, with the board that they're at. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not waiting. The opposite for the true is true. Actually. Exact, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a great spot to be in. And look, we all had our issues with Al Washington and recruiting in the past. Like I'm not saying it's all him. Yeah, but I like where things are trending from his position group. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, we we've talked about this a little bit. Getting Cole Mullins was big. Uh, Getting Bryce Young is big, and as we've said before, it wasn't a look. This is one of those ones that you needed to not screw it up. Sure, right. Sure, but you needed to do a good job and and get it done. That this wasn't a no brainer. It was one that if you don't screw it up, you're going to get them. But you got to give credit for not screwing it up. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 not taking it for granted because here's the thing they didn't take it for granted they didn't take Bryce for granted they put in the work uh coach Washington put in the work the rest of that put in the work to say hey look we're gonna treat him like a kid we've got to win the recruitment not treat him like a kid like well of course you're coming here so I'm gonna focus my time on right. this kid this kid and this kid Absolutely. because of course this kid's coming here and so I think that was an important thing too is to make sure that Bryce understood you're valued for you Mm-hmm. not because of who your dad is. Right. And I think that was important. And, and I think Coach Washington did a good job with that. It, from, from everything I've been told, uh, Coach Washington did a very good job with that. I, I think that's um, that's an important piece of this whole thing too, Vince. That's awesome. There, there's no doubt about it. No, that's so all, And I can see how that could happen. You know what I mean? You could be like, well, you know, dad's a Hall of Famer. and went to yeah. Notre Dame. Like, yeah. we got this. It's all good. I'm going to call these other guys first. You know what right. I mean? Like, I – you could see how that could happen. I'm glad it didn't go that way, obviously, because right. the kid's not his dad. Right. I mean, plain and simple, the kid's not his dad. So that's it's right. all well and good to have that for a close, like you said. But I I like the fact that he's, you know, he's his own man. You treat him like that, that he's actually a recruit that you want at Notre Dame for what right. he's able to do. Right. Vince, we're going to get to a couple questions here before we get out of here. We're not going to okay. go through like a full mailbag mailbag, but we did Sounds have some, some things. I did want to get this out here. Raymond Hort Harton yes. with a super chat. Raymond, thank you very, very much. Appreciate you guys. And we appreciate we appreciate you as well. Let's uh we, we did have a question, something I wanted to get here to uh Jare uh Z Bear uh <laughs> asked Brian, any are there oh, any yeah. updates on baby Brady? Uh, so baby Brady is home with his family. Nice. And he is, um, so, you know, they on the road to recovery and now the fam, it's about getting the family out of the hole, uh, that, sure. that this, that this put them in emotionally, spiritually, and of course, financially, uh, they set a goal of $7,500 on their GoFundMe page. Uh, when we started the fundraiser, I think was it Thursday. I think, yeah, I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it sounds right. They were around eighteen hundred dollars, and as of a couple minutes ago, they were over ten thousand oh, dollars. So awesome. uh, this community stepped up big time. So yes, but baby Brady's on the path to recovery. Uh, it's not always how it ends with some families. They were very fortunate, and and I sure. do know someone who I care about a lot um, had a situation where they their baby didn't make mm-hmm. it, and so um, pray for God. Just <clears throat> thank you, Lord, for getting baby Brady through this, and for the family stepping up, but also. Uh, pray for peace and understanding for those who 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 aren't as so fortunate when these type of things happen. I can I can safely say because my you know we I have twins and they were early so they spent two weeks in the NICU. Number one, the people that are in there are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, but it is a mental. Now, of course, the financial side of it is tough. It's tough, right? But the mental side of things is so difficult 
And I realized baby Brady, I think was their first child, right? Is that accurate? I think I heard you say that. Yeah. So it was our second and third. So we had, you know, baby Dylan at home. And, you know, when you have a baby, you do the whole thing. You go, you have the baby, you come home with the baby. And it's like, you know, welcome to the home. You do this whole thing, right? I can't tell you how mentally tough it is to go to the hospital. You have the babies, you come home, and you don't have the babies. Like, it is it is so hard Very mentally for the mentally. parents. And there's, you know, Ronald McDonald House at the hospitals. And so you can stay there and you can do all these things. And they try to make it as warm and as you possibly can. But it is so difficult. And so I can only imagine what his family was going through. And obviously the financial piece, but the the mental piece is just, it's its hard, man. It is really, really tough. I mean, I had to, ask, my, my two-year-old would ask me, well, where, where are the babies? Where, you know, right. where are the babies? It's like, and how do you explain to this kid, you know, that they're in the hospital still, you know? So it was, uh, I really feel for their family and they, it really, their whole story touched me. And, and I'm so glad that uh, we were able to help out that the Ivy family was stepped up. So that, yep. that is absolutely awesome. And they always do every, every single time, every single yep. time. A little quick update too. Jarrett Patterson was just selected by the Houston Texans in the sixth round of the NFL draft. So Jarrett Patterson now has a, has a new home. He will, he will, he was picked it in the sixth round of the NFL draft. Uh, awesome. So he went with the number 201 pick. So that was uh, lower in the sixth round, like towards the bottom half of the sixth round. Okay. But a nice place for him to go, obviously with a, a, a first year staff. So um, just tweeting that one out. Um, real quick Vince just doing work man yeah. just doing work yeah. in the background yeah that's <laughs> always man yeah so always yeah uh, we, we did that's have great for questions Patterson. yes it is it is it is good for him and look his career didn't end the way that I think most of us wanted to end as good as sure. he was and he was injured a lot but you're talking about a two-time captain who yes. did whatever the team asked him to do. You need me to move left tackle, I'll move left tackle. You need me to move to guard, I'll move to guard. You need me to move, do whatever, I'll do whatever. Yep. And Same that's guy. one of those things that you always will, will love and respect about Jared Patterson is, is um, you know, again, played through a lot of pain this year. And and when a lot of other guys that were trying to, uh, that were going to the NFL were sitting out the bowl game, Jared Patterson, with all the injuries he dealt with this year, had every reason in the world not to play in that game. And he said, I'm playing. I love that. That's something that I so will much. always, always respect yeah. and, and remember about Jared Patterson. And he went out a winner, right? I mean, yeah. they, they won that game. Sure did. couple other things before we get out of here, Vince. Uh, we'll, we'll get to – a question up here from uh, Jason Smith. He says, if Notre Dame lands Justin Scott and or Malachi Williams or Elijah Rushing, then Al Washington deserves, would deserve credit, of course. He seems to be yeah. that as well with guys like Onye. Look, I, I said this in the show, Vince. Al Washington, I thought, did a very good job this spring with the team. Yeah, too. Right? Now, with the offensive line, defensive line recruiting, it's about closing, right? I mean, Cole Mullins is a good pickup, but you beat out schools that you're supposed to beat out for him, right? This is a legacy. You're supposed to – so he's, he gets credit for it. If he if he gets Justin Scott and one of those two guys, or even a Logan Thomas, that's absolutely you deserve a ton of credit for that. There's no oh, yeah. doubt about it. Oh yeah, but you have to get Justin Scott. I mean, that's that's the one. Is that just that one has that one has to happen? Has absolutely. to happen. But look, it's about progressing in the right direction, and and mm-hmm. he's certainly progressing in the right direction as a coach and recruiter. Now it's just about taking it to that next step and finishing and and staying strong and all that other kind of stuff. So um, he's in the race. I mean, he's in the race to the end, which is great. I mean, it's a great start. Got to finish. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And then Andre Tom says, what does this mean for Justin Scott? This doesn't mean anything for Justin Scott. They don't play the same position. Yeah. Yeah, They don't play the same position. So that that's not going to be an issue. And then we have a question here from Bobby S. He says, is there any chance that Notre Dame gets a commitment before May 2nd? I'm greedy. Actually, yes, there is a chance because Kennedy Erlacher commits on May 1st. He will be deciding between Notre Dame, TCU, uh, Miami. Actually, let me find Kennedy's. Let me find Kennedy's uh, uh, page here real quick. Is New Mexico a finalist? Is that where Dad? No, went? I don't. I don't think so. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that his, uh, his he's going to be a little bit more big time than his dad was, <laughs> just, as far as uh, where he's going to go to school. It's going to be Notre Dame, Miami, Penn State, TCU, Kansas State, and Illinois. Okay. Are his six finalists, and he'll announce uh, m- Monday, uh, May first at six p.m. We'll see where he's going to go. I-, I do know that we'll have a six o'clock Monday show, a recruiting show on Monday, so we'll be there to cover that commitment and nice. talk about whatever decision that he makes, and we'll we'll see where he goes. But uh, that's obviously a big one for Notre Dame, and 
Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's some D line kind of to wrap up Vince uh, as we, as we work through this, I, I think that's the, all the questions that we're going to get to today, but I, I, I think it's about now it's about closing time, right? Yep. So Al Washington has been able to get some good momentum. You've landed some high ceiling guys. I actually don't think Cole Mullins is a high ceiling guy. I think Cole Mullins is really good right now and, okay. and also has a higher ceiling. I mean, I, I graded Cole Mullins as a top 150 guy on my board. I'm shocked, shocked he's ranked. He is this year's Benjamin Morrison for me, meaning like wow. a guy that I look on film and I'm like, I don't know. And I'm convicted in my y'all are wrong on this one. Like there's some other guys that I'm like, I have them higher, but I can understand why people don't. Sure. Or I understand or, you know, I'm not as convicted about where I have this guy. This is one where I'm like, you guys are wrong. This kid's going to be a dude. He, he, So far, he's my Benjamin Morrison for this class. Because remember that argument we used to have with people like three-star, oh, yeah. four-star, but he's not ranked real high. And I'm like, look, y'all, I don't really care what anyone else says. Freshman All-American. Uh, this, is, this is a dude. And, and you know, no, no one here in this chat was shocked when Benjamin <laughs> right. Morrison became the freshman All-American. Right. Because, like, yeah, we've been hearing how good this kid is for, like, two years, right? Right. And so he better panned out as much as you talked about him. And that's pretty much <laughs> what it is. So, uh, but, yeah, so this is a good pickup. So that's going to do it for today's show, everybody. I uh, want to thank you all for being with us here today. Can you believe it? Vince and I did an hour, a show that's going to be less than an hour. Can you I know, right? Believe that. I know. Seriously. Uh, Ryan and I are going to talk. We may do a show tomorrow. I want to kind of get together and um, we're going to do a, we're going to do a draft wrap up show nice. for Notre Dame players and then look to next year's draft prospects. Of course, we're going to have a recruiting show this week. I'm just not sure which, what order it may be. Might do one tomorrow. We shall see. Uh, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to find out how that one goes, but Vince, I mean, it's been a long time since I me, know. you, and Mace AK were all in a show together, man. So I'm going to let you take us out of this one. Uh, Mace is always there for us at the end. Says, join the message board. Hit the like button. Subscribe. And the notification bell. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Leave a five-star review and visit the IB store for the best merch, baby. Right here. That show Boom. right there. Yeah. I'm right. It's funny. You called me and you're like, hey, man, uh, can you do a show with me at 4 o'clock? I was already wearing the shirt. I was like, let's go. Don't even have to change my clothes. This is awesome. <laughs> this is great gear, baby. I'm telling you, these yeah, shirts you are awesome. New, you got some new gear this week, Vince, right? You, I know. Those shirts all, they all fit. Everything yeah, turned out. Everything's, okay, everything's beautiful, man. I'd love Should. it. I can't wait to to put it on this week. So I got to get um, with Sean. I got his, I got uh, Sean Stars. I got to get, I got his gear yes. too. I got to get that over to him. So absolutely. So yeah. thank you everybody for joining us. Notre Dame once again brings in Bryce Young, 2024 defensive end son of bryant young obviously the nfl hall of famer and notre dame great uh, but i'm excited about this kid the yeah. ceiling is very very big high one. so uh, yeah big one now big it's about kid. closing it's about yep. closing in and it's the defensive class starting to take a little bit okay offense is pulling away from us let's get some guys on board here and so uh i think the next couple the next couple pickups will be defensive guys and hopefully 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 tuesday at four o'clock when his teammate Micah Gilbert announces his decision that, uh, you know, hopefully that Notre Dame will, will, will be able to get there too. And we'll have a show. We'll have a show for that one as well. Uh, Micah Gilbert is going to announce, uh, he's going to announce on Tuesday at 4 PM and he's going to decide between Notre Dame, Michigan, South Carolina, North Carolina, NC state, Virginia Tech, Virginia, and Wake Forest are the schools that he's going. Oh, I'm sorry, that's a that's a buddy of his that he retweeted. He's going to be picking between Michigan, North Carolina, Duke, Pitt, Virginia Tech, and South Carolina is who Micah Gilbert okay. will be deciding between. So it'll be a nice little uh, Notre Dame uh, Michigan battle there for uh, for him. So that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thank you all so much. We'll be with you again very, very, very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.